Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Modern Health with Dr. Jane. I, of course, am Dr. Jane. I'm a naturopathic doctor, a natural fertility expert, and I help couples who have been struggling with infertility for more than a year to get to the root cause of their infertility struggles so we can help them conceive naturally. So one of my biggest missions on this podcast is to really help spread knowledge and awareness around fertility. So whether you are struggling to conceive or you're wanting to be proactive and prevent any issues that might arise when you are ready to conceive, the biggest mistakes that my couples have made and they've told me and they wish that somebody told them before they even started to conceive. So that first year of them trying is not so much of a wash, but is lack of knowledge. So when you don't have the knowledge of the labs that you need to run, what normal versus abnormal ranges are, what symptoms are normal, what to look out for, how it impacts your fertility, menstrual cycle tracking, how to eat and exercise with your menstrual cycle. These are all issues that if my couples, my, you know, especially female patients knew about ahead of time, they would have gotten on top of it. Because let's face it, if you're listening to this, you're probably proactive, you're organized, you want to take your health into your own hands. You hate being told that there's nothing you can do about it. And so today I want to talk about painful periods. This is something that I would say probably 70% of my patients struggle with. And they have been told that that's normal. There's nothing you can do about it. And it just like makes you feel really hopeless. And when you're trying out things on your own, if you will, there isn't that guidance to understand the root cause of your painful periods. And you know, it's probably connected to your fertility, but everyone seems to be brushing it off. So it's just a lot of frustration, if you will, not to mention the actual discomfort of having the painful periods. So the mistakes that I see my female patients make when it comes to painful periods is never really getting to the root cause. So even if you start to try things because you've heard it on the internet, like, okay, I'm going to do some anti-inflammatory ginger shots or castor oil packs or even red light therapy, you never really got to the root cause. So you don't know why you have the painful periods. And so then anything that you're going to do to try to get rid of those painful periods is essentially just trial and error, right? So it's not specific. You're not, you might hit the target, you might not, but you're blindfolded when you have no idea the root cause. And then of course, generally there's not enough support and enough guidance. So because you don't know what the root cause is, you're kind of shooting in the dark, and then you're not tracking any other data, you're not looking at lab work, you're just testing and seeing if your period, the painful periods go away or not, then you're going to feel frustrated and you're going to give up. And sometimes my patients give up right before they're about to hit a really big breakthrough. So instead, what we're going to talk about today is the importance of getting to the root cause, what it actually means when you have a painful period and how that's going to impact your fertility. And it absolutely has an impact on your fertility. You also want to make sure that you have a plan and that you're tracking data. So you're not shooting in the dark and you're not just looking for improvements in your painful periods. I know that that might seem silly, but painful periods, there's usually a much deeper connection. So if there's something that's hormonal, or if there's a growth, or if there's something like another imbalance that's going on for the uterus, 
to be contracting really hard, then we don't want to overlook that. And we also need to understand that it's not going to magically happen over even, you know, a three week or four week cycle in the cycle of the menstrual cycle, because hormones take time to shift a minimum of three months. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're looking at other improvements, what's happening with your digestion, what's happening with your energy, what's happening with your sleep, with your mood, with your skin. Those are all things that are going to kind of tell us if we're moving in the right direction or not, because let's face it, painful periods are not fun. And of course, they are also connected to your fertility. And so if you're being proactive and you want to get ahead of your painful periods because you're just tired of living with them, then fantastic here. We're going to go through that. And if you've been struggling with infertility and it's been brushed off as like, oh, it doesn't matter. You should just be on this medication. And obviously you can be on birth control when you're trying to conceive. And that's not a good solution for anything anyways. So let's talk about you know, how I want you to start thinking about your period. And then what are the three main things that are causing painful periods? Obviously, there's more than these three things that could be causing it. But those are the main three things that I see in my practice. And I'll share a quick case study with you at the end. But essentially, what I want you ladies to look at your menstrual cycle as your monthly report card. So every month, your body tells you what's going on with your hormones, how your stress levels are, how well you ate, how much, how your digestion is working, how much the blood flow and state versus stagnation is going on. So your menstrual cycle is literally your monthly report card. And we as females fluctuate, our hormones are fluctuating within a month. So men have a fluctuation within the day, whereas we as females have a fluctuation within a month. So how we take care of ourselves in the first half of the cycle versus in the second half of the cycle needs to change because our hormones are very, very different in those uh, two phases. So the menstrual cycle is your report card and painful periods are not normal. Like I don't care what people told you, I don't care if it's the fact that you've had painful periods all of your life or your mom had it or what it's, there is the genetic component to this is that we pass on our behaviors and our habits to the next generation. And that's what I'm really passionate about is let's break some of these habits. Let's break some of this generational trauma, if you will, that we continue to pass on that then when you're born as a baby, like right now, my daughter is six years old. And when I see kids that are her age, who have allergies, who have digestive issues, like kids that she's talking about in her class, then they think that it's normal to have that because they don't have any other way that they remember of being. But I know that if the parents were aware enough to change the diet, change the lifestyle, put the child on some supplementation, clean out the water, clean out some of the environmental toxins that these kids are exposed to, that those allergies are most likely to go away. So if you've been quote unquote stuck with painful periods ever since you could remember, chances are your mom had no idea what to do with you. And if your mom had painful periods, she probably never resolved them. And when birth control came as a good option on the market, you know, 20, 30 years ago is when it really exploded, then it was really 
an easy solution. I don't want my daughter to suffer from these painful periods. I trust this authority figure. They say that this is going to solve her painful periods. So I'm going to put her on this medication so she doesn't have to suffer from it. But we didn't actually get to the root cause of those painful menstrual cycles. And so you feel like now I need a medication in order to not have my painful periods. So like, I really want you to think about how profound that is of the beliefs that we have about our body and how it works. And so I want to break this because it's not genetic, it's not normal, and we need to get to the root cause. So let's talk about the root cause. Why are painful periods there in the first place? So number one, that there is something there that the uterus is trying to get out. So painful periods are there because the uterus is trying to contract and expel something out of the uterus. So whether it's a fibroid, whether it's a cyst, whether it's an adhesion, some, some sort of growth, something that's preventing the blood from flowing really smoothly, the uterus is going to try to contract and get that out. So we want to understand what's there in the first place because again the body doesn't do anything without a reason the second thing the most common thing that i see for menstrual cycle pain is poor blood flow so stagnation essentially whether you usually have a lot of clotting that comes with that so think poor blood flow i usually see those patients have really poor circulation so whether it's cold hands cold feet they generally feel cold maybe there's some thyroid issues and cold feet is one of those things that's really overlooked and that's from traditional chinese medicine a lot of the meridians on the feet the kidney the bladder and the liver are all associated with the uterus and blood flow and that stagnation that I was talking about. So the first one is the, the first reason painful period is that there's actually physically something there that the body's trying to get rid of. And it, no, it does not have to be visible on an ultrasound. It could be something that's not visible. Not everything is going to get picked up by the technology. The second thing is poor blood flow. And then the third one is going to be really thick lining. So if your, li your lining is getting really, really thick, the body has to work harder to get rid of that. And so you have really heavy flow. Optimal blood loss, if you will, throughout the menstrual cycle is about 30 to 60 mils. Ladies, if you have no idea how much blood you're losing, you need to start tracking that. So I love the DivaCum because it literally gives you mils. Whereas of course, if you're using tampons or pads, please make sure you're using organic products. But tampons and pads are going to be harder because essentially like a regular tampon and pad is about 10 mils and super is about 12 mils. Now, it also depends on like you're changing it frequently without it being soaked versus it is soaked. So that's why I really like the Diva Cup or some sort of a cup, menstrual cup, so then you can see the actual volume. It's important because if you're losing over 80, 100 mils, that's a really heavy blood flow. And you're not going to be able to replenish that over the period of the month. And so we're going to see low ferritin, low iron. We're going to have low energy that comes with that. And so we want to make sure that we stay on top of it. So those are the three main reasons that I see in my practice. And like I said, it's very common in my practice to for women to have painful periods. So why are they there? You know, let's dig a little bit deeper 
not just, okay, I have, maybe I have a growth, maybe there is adhesions, that kind of stuff. Maybe it's poor blood flow, or maybe it's really thick lining, or maybe it's a combination of all three, right? It doesn't have to be one or the other. What I want you to do is, can we ask even the deeper question of why is the body growing something? Why are they adhesion? Why are the, why is my lining really thick? Why is the blood flow really poor? Because is it literally blood flow? Like I need to bring more heat and keep my feet warm versus like my thyroid isn't working well. My adrenals aren't working well. So getting down to the root cause of why those things are there, right? Let's ask deeper questions because here's what I see. Anytime we have cysts, anytime we have fibroids, anytime we have some sort of a growth that's unknown that's generally the body trying to encapsulate a pathogen or a toxin of some sort so the body's really really smart and it's going to try to protect you from anything that's going to be harmful to it and so if there's a lot of toxins if there's a lots of pathogens the body's literally just going to try to encapsulate it so then it can protect you from that and then of course what are we getting through our diet are we eating well for what our system needs are we getting enough protein are we getting enough veggies are we eating a lot of raw veggies and dairy versus cooked veggies are we eating with the seasons and how is our digestion working because our digestion and our reproductive system are going to be really closely related. What about our lifestyle choices? Are we sitting a lot? Are we moving our body? Are we really stressed? Remember that your menstrual cycle is going to be your monthly report card, but it's not just about what happened in the last month. A lot of the times it's what has happened through your entire life. And also what are some things that have been passed on to you from the past generation without you even knowing? And this is the example that I said with the kids and the issues that I'm seeing now is if you're as a child, we're told that you always have allergies and that's just the way you were born, it's going to be hard for you to believe anything else than that. And so it's the same with the menstrual cycle. If your mother has no idea how to track the menstrual cycle or how it works or why she had painful periods or why she had any issues, or maybe she didn't have any issues, but now she has a daughter or she had a daughter and you had a bunch of issues she didn't know what to do because let's face it, there was lack of education. And again, what I said at the beginning is like, I want you guys to have the education so you can prevent making the same mistake over and over again. And more importantly, so we can stop passing our poor health to the next generation. Because that's the thing that makes me really sad is when I see kids who are just sick when they're born already, whether it's nervous system regulation issues, right? ADHD, anxiety, depression, like we're seeing that in young children or digestive issues or asthma or allergies or whatever, though all those things are generally not going to get better as we get older. So we want to become aware of those things and stop it in the tracks. And that's going to start with you. The other, uh, you know, those are kind of, there's poor diet, lifestyle choices, poor digestion. If it's estrogen driven. So if your estrogen, for example, is really high in relation to your progesterone, we have to look at endocrine disrupting toxins that were essentially seeing everywhere in our environment and think about things like the BPAs, the heavy metals, even pesticides and herbicides 
And then you have things like mold and yeast and parasites, infections, right? Fungal issues. Those are all things that are going to add stress to the system and create a lot of imbalances. So instead of thinking or looking for the silver bullet when it comes to why do I have menstrual cycle pain, what I find it's actually a bunch of these tiny little pellets that add up to the silver bullet. And it's a combination of some tweaks in the diet, some tweaks in the lifestyle, there's usually some detoxification that needs to happen. And whether it's improving your liver function, your colon function, gallbladder, you know, kidneys, sweating, your lymphatic drainage to make sure that the body is getting rid of stuff efficiently. Cause you know, let's face it, it's not a matter of if we're exposed to toxins, it's a matter of how much and how long that exposure has been. And are we still ingesting it? For example, water is probably one of the highest sources of contamination now. And so having good access to clean water is a lot harder than people think. And this is where, you know, I just got back from a conference and we literally talked about how distillation is the only way that we can make sure all of the toxins are out. So getting a water distiller in your house is going to be a really effective way to get rid of toxins. And then of course there's EMFs, there's things in our air, there is mold, maybe mold that you lived in. Maybe there's been some occupational exposure, whether it's heavy metals or radiation. It could be parasites. So if you have pets, if you love sushi, if you swim in lakes a lot, there's a lot of things that in our environment now that could be impacting our health. And then of course, there's things like just trauma, past emotional trauma, current stress that you're going through and that your body is having a hard time managing and that suppresses the immune system. So then you get predisposed to infections. The point here, though, you guys, is we don't want to look for a silver bullet. The biggest mistake that I see with women who are trying to get their painful periods under control is they're looking for this one thing that's going to fix it all. And usually it's a combination of all of these things that I've talked about. And we don't know, we can get a we can get really specific. So if you're tracking data, if you look at lab work, we can get really specific in understanding what's going on with the system and what could be causing some of the issues. But we also want to set a realistic expectation. So if you've had painful periods just for the last kind of three or five years, something happened, you feel like there was a stressful time, or maybe it was after birth control that you started to experience it, or sometimes it's after birth. So if you've had a child already, you might start to experience really heavy and painful periods. There was a big hormonal shift. There was a big stress. In terms of how long that's going to take to correct, it's going to be very different for someone who struggled with painful periods. Literally the moment you got your period because usually that means there is a deeper kind of environmental issue, if you will. Now, when I say environmental, environmental, don't just think about like the lotions and air, like your environment literally makes up everything. So some of my more stubborn cases with painful periods, usually there is exposure in the womb to some sort of a toxin. So whether it's mother that wasn't super healthy, you know, a mother that smoked, and let's say she stopped smoking while she was pregnant, but let's be honest, the, the reactive oxygen species that come in the heavy metal exposure and all this other gunk that you're breathing in when you're smoking, just stopping while you're pregnant. It's, you know, it's not usually those are not the moms that are taking care of the 
themselves really well and eating really good food prior to and getting that egg ready and optimized. So we're going to be reversing some generational trauma. It's not going to be over three months and my period should be better, you know, and six months I would say is the minimum, but sometimes it takes that nine months to a year. And that's why we're not just tracking how much pain you're under when it comes to your period. We're also going to be tracking things like your sleep, your digestion, weight, acne, energy, mood. It's HRV, like heart rate variability, heart rate, to just see how those things are changing and moving to tell us if we're moving in the right direction, right? Because if you have painful periods, there's something still going on and you need to continue to move forward with that. But, you know, a, a case that I had, Marishka, and I'm going to try to get her on a podcast where she had really terrible, painful periods. And we actually were able to get them under control within like two, maybe three cycles. And her main reason was really poor blood flow and poor circulation. Uh, one of the things she told me is, she used to, when she used to massage her uterus, it would just be cold. Like the actual uterus and her stomach would feel cold, the temperature. And so we did a lot of warming foods. We did obviously a bunch of supplementation to help improve her liver function, colon function, and doing some detoxification. But we did a lot of castor oil packs, a lot of red light therapy, bringing a lot of energy into the uterus. And that has really helped that stagnation. It has moved that pain out for her instead of it she didn't have really heavy periods if anything she had very light periods and she as far as we were concerned there was no growths or cysts that or adhesions that we have known of or nothing that she has passed that is possible to expel some things out with your menstrual cycle it is how we detox so it within a couple of months of changing the diet changing the lifestyle getting her to detox by bringing some more warmth into her uterus we were able to get that under control but your practitioner should be very kind of clear and honest with you in terms of expectation. And to me, what I look for is, is this person tracking data on me? Is this person following through on what they say? Because I find, you know, I don't get me wrong. I love practitioners. Obviously I'm one of them, but I find there's a lot of holistic practitioners who are overwhelmed and they're seeing a lot of patients. They're seeing patients in the same capacity as like a conventional medical doctor, maybe a little bit less, obviously, because if conventional doctors see patients every 10 minutes or every 15 minutes. So let's say the a naturopath or a functional medical doctor seeing someone every 20 minutes. It's a lot of it's a lot of volume of people and it's going to be really hard to follow through. I think that model doesn't fit in the the conventional model doesn't fit in the alternative model because what are we doing in alternative medicine? We're trying to change lifestyle. We're trying to change diet. We're trying to change habits. We're trying to get the body to heal on its own. And that requires a lot more follow through and a lot more behavioral changes and looking at more than just the aspect of what's going on for this person right now, but what has happened in the past? What are we dealing in the past from? Like how long are we still carrying some trauma, whether it's mental or emotional or physical trauma? what's going on in our environment. And so I find that if you feel like you've been stuck, it's usually not for any other reason that like you just haven't had enough follow through and you haven't had enough data tracking. And therefore it's easy to give up because you're just like, well, I guess, you know, I don't know what I'm doing or I guess it's not working and you give up. So I don't want you to give up because 
I promise you your painful periods, there is a reason for it. Your body is really smart. It's trying to tell us something. So we need to get to the root cause. Remember, there is something there, whether it's actually physically something there, maybe it's just poor blood flow and stagnation, or it's really thick lining and it's driven by estrogen. But even when that estrogen is high, that usually means we have a higher exposure to toxins that are disrupting are you know mimicking estrogen and so our liver is overloaded our gut is not working well we're not excreting these things out we're recirculating them and so that's adding more to the load there's always an explanation you guys so dig 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 for the root cause be really realistic with your expectations for dealing with painful cycles minimum give yourself three months but realistically it's going to be more like six to nine months and that's why you need to also track other pieces of data and information instead of just pain painful periods. And how is it tied to fertility? Well, you guys, I hope that that it's really clear by this point, because I say you need four things in order to conceive. You need a good quality egg, you need a good quality sperm, the desire to have a child from both partners needs to be strong, it needs to be there, and then the baby room needs to be ready. And that's the wound, that's the uterus. So if your uterus is contracting, and I would say like it's an angry uterus, it's probably not a very good room or welcoming room for your baby to grow in because there's adhesions, there's growths, there's inflammation. That's what pain is uh, an indication of. So the baby room is really, really important to prepare, aka yourself, your womb. And so we as women will store some of our deepest hurts and pains and traumas in the womb. And we need to address that before we go on to conceive. And for some women, I'm not saying that you, like some women have painful periods and they get pregnant and it's fine. But what I generally see those women who have painful periods and then get pregnant, and if they have a daughter, those daughters end up having painful periods as well. And so that's what I'm talking about. Like, let's not just continue to pass on generational illness, if you will, and generational trauma. Let's do the opposite of that. I know people talk a lot about generational wealth. Can we talk about generational health? And what does that actually look like? And that looks like you learning and figuring out what it is to be healthy, what it actually takes, how to take care of yourself, to prepare yourself, both you and your partner, so that when you step into this journey, you actually feel ready and you feel like you can have an empowering pregnancy and feel all of the things, the incredible things that the female body can do instead of still feel like, oh, something's going to go wrong or I'm not sure what's, you know, filled with anxiety and worry instead of this kind of empowerment, if you will. So I hope you guys found this helpful. Please let me know if you have any questions. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm very active on that platform. I'm happy to answer your questions, but your reminders to get to the root cause give yourself time and make sure like if you've already tried all the generic advice, get yourself a practitioner who's going to follow through with you and be really clear with those expectations that that is what you want. And then just see how that practice is set up. If they're seeing eight, 10 patients a day, five days a week, it's unlikely they're going to be able to follow through with you because it's like, you know, a thousand patients a month. So it's going to be really hard for them to remember who you are versus somebody who is seeing 
a little bit less frequent patients and really controlling how many patients they're taking on, you're much more likely to get a follow through. So just like in my practice, I'm only seeing 30 patients at a time. And then once I'm full, I just wait until another spot opens up and then I take more clients because it's important to me to follow through. That's one of my frustrations when I was going through my healing journey is nobody would follow through. And it's like, can you give me a plan and actually follow through with me? And so that's what I look for myself as a patient, you know, when I'm working with a functional doctor and that's what I provide for my patients. But just to give you an idea that it's like, hey, we're not all the same and you do really have to interview your practitioners and see who can really help you on your journey because painful periods, we need to get to the bottom of them. We need to get rid of them. So then you can have a healthy conception and then obviously just not be in pain from those cycles. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Go ahead and hit the follow button if you found it helpful. Share it with somebody that you think will find it helpful as well. And that's it for this episode. And I'll see you next week.